Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. This is episode 20, and today we're talking about The Ring. Thanks, Mom, for picking up some coffee today. You're welcome. You enjoying it? I am. We're drinking a cafe con leche. It's very good, isn't it? Always. Light and sweet. You want to go over the plot? Sure. It sounds like just another urban legend. A videotape filled with nightmarish images leads to a phone call foretelling the viewer's death in exactly seven days. Newspaper reporter Rachel Keller is skeptical of the story until four teenagers all die mysteriously exactly one week after watching just such a tape. Allowing her curiosity to get the better of her, Rachel tracks down the video and stupidly watches it. Now she has just seven days to unravel the mystery. Or die. Seven days. <laughs> oh man, the ring. <laughs> I watched this movie front row when I was a teenager and it, it was insane. So this movie <laughs> was infamous back in 2002. I said that really weird. In you 2002. Did. Because 2002? we're so because we're so used to saying 2021 now. I know. Yeah. Anyway, it was all the rage. My friends at school, did you watch The Ring? Did you watch The Ring? I'm like, no. So finally, we went one night with friends, and it was a packed theater. And that's why we ended up at the front. I hate sitting at the front because then you have to, like, crane your neck yeah. to look. Well, it was very, it was much more effective sitting at the front because when this bitch came out of the TV, <laughs> it's, like, literally in your face. Now, I went to watch it. I had no idea what this movie was about. And back then, the internet wasn't like it is now, mm -hmm. so there were no spoilers. I had no idea about this girl coming out of the TV like that. And it was just so great. It was revolutionary, it felt, at the time. Something different, even though this movie is a remake. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I forgot about that. So yeah. technically, I mean, but it was revolutionary for America, because <laughs> we <laughs> hadn't, I hadn't seen something like that. And it was just, it's still... I believe, one of those shocking moments in horror movie history. I have to agree with you. You know, for me, a friend of mine saw this movie and he was completely freaked out about it. I remember, I think he saw it during a weekend and come Monday morning at work, he was going on and on about it. And you know that normally I don't mind knowing the end of a movie. So he explained the ending and how she came out of the TV. So... That just made me want to go see this movie because in my head, I couldn't conceptualize it. And I thought, oh, he's just exaggerating. And wow, was I in for a shocker <laughs> when that bitch comes out of the TV. Yeah. Um, I, it just blew my mind. And it also made that white noise on the TV a lot more creepier than it used to be. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like it. And Something other, else that's scary now. Yeah, and the other thing that I found that I actually liked about the movie was the movie the movie inside the movie. I thought that the was tape? super creepy. Yeah. Yeah, the tape is pretty creepy. Yeah. Still creepy now. Oh, God, yeah, it is. Take it away with movie facts, Erica. Rotten Tomatoes score. Critics gave it 71. Hmm. But get this, the audience gave it 48. Look at your face. Really? That's a big discrepancy. <laughs> I, not only that, I would think it would be the other way around. Yeah, I thought people really liked it back then, or in general, but I guess not. Well, but you were kind of eh about it this time. 
Yeah, kind of. Uh, but back But not then, that bad. But, no, but back <laughs> then. But here's the thing with Rotten Tomato score. I, it didn't exist back then. So how are they gauging this percentage for back in the day when it premiered? I don't know. Maybe. It might have existed back then. We don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. But look it up. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. This movie came out October 18th of 2002. So the movie will be 20 years old next year. Ah, (laughs) Aging myself again. Wow. Oh, my God. That's so bad. Isn't that scary? (laughs) Yeah, it is. For both of us. Yep. This is, as I mentioned earlier, this is a remake from a Japanese version Mm -hmm. called Ringu. And I actually really like the Japanese version. It's a little, it's the same, but the storyline is different. It has a lot of differences. I I can't really remember something we need to revisit. Okay, we'll do that. Did I ever watch it? Uh, We watched it together. Did we? You know, a long time ago. I think around this time. I think we... Wow. If I'm not mistaken, because streaming didn't exist back then, we found it at Blockbuster. Oh. And we watched it. Huh. Pretty sure we did. Wow. I remember nothing of it at all. I see that. It is good. It grossed over $249 million worldwide. DreamWorks bought the American rights to Ringu for $1 million, so clearly... Wow. Okay. So they made $248 million. Yeah. And I believe, this. if I remember correctly, the movie's budget was $48 million. So oh, wow. they still made quite a budget. I'm sorry, quite a profit. $200 million <laughs> is nothing to sneer at. At all. It rained almost every day when they filmed in Washington State, which added to atmospheric dread. Yeah, it was pretty dreary when they would show was. the city. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it almost looked post-apocalyptic to me. A little bit. I wish I had known this before we watched the movie. Maybe I should look this up before we watch the movies. Perhaps. Because it says that there's rings everywhere. There was one scene where I said, did you see the ring? Because mm-hmm. it was a cut scene and there was like an imprint of the ring that flashes at you. Apparently it's in carpeting, wallpaper patterns, the circular kitchen knobs, the doctor's sweater design, apart- Rachel's apartment number... And it was all purposefully put there, like a subliminal. Mm. So, damn well, it. Well, they kept showing, like, cups of coffee or tea, and every time somebody would lift it up, there was mm. a ring formed. Mm. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, I could see that. But now it makes me curious. I almost want to see it again just for that. Right. But the movie's too long. Yeah. To rewatch it. It is. The actress who played Samara scared herself. When she watched the movie at the theater, she had to cover her eyes. Go figure, right? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. The other actresses in consideration for the role of Rachel <clears throat> was Jennifer Love Hewitt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Gate... Gate? Gate? Gatekeeper. I get it. I, Kate, I like that. Kate Beckinsale and Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly actually eventually did the movie Dark Water, which is another Japanese horror adaptation. I know we watched it. I don't remember liking it too much, but maybe one day we'll revisit. I don't even know what it's about. Is that the <laughs> one that was in an apartment? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Hey, I remember. You did? Hmm. The striking Japanese maple tree with the red leaves that's outside of the cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's a fake tree. And the leaves were were made of silk, and they nicknamed it Lucille 
after Lucille Ball. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I guess because of the red. I like that. Some on the crew believe that the tree was haunted since whenever they erected it, whether it was in Washington State or Los Angeles, winds of 60 miles per hour or more would suddenly arise and knock it down. What? Seven days. That's ridiculous. (laughs) A fake tree is haunted? Hey, I don't know. I'm just reading you the facts. Okay, just the facts. Supposed facts, okay. (laughs) The horse that jumps to its death from the ferry was actually eight horses, each trained for a specific action as part of the sequence. The final leaping horse vaulted onto a soft cushion. Thank God. Yeah. I thought it was actually CGI. So, like, the the one jumping over, I thought that was CGI. Obviously, the rest is. I hated that scene. I don't, I never liked it, clearly. I hated it more this time. It was like, why? Yeah, I, uh, I just, well, we're huge on animals dying in movies anyway. Not, like, that we want them to, but don't want them to. Like, don't want them to. That sounded like, yeah, we're huge to them dying. I'm sorry, yeah, (laughs) that we don't, we hate it. It's like, why? What is the point? Yeah. But I guess the... I believe the reasoning is because they are affected by negative energy or spirits. Yeah. But still. I know. And I know it's not real, but it's still like the intention that, you know, the thought of it is I guess that was the point of the movie was to do that. I just, I just. I don't like it. it. And the dead horses on the shore were stuffed animals purchased from a taxidermist. Ew. So it was still real. Oh, I don't like it. I don't either. (laughs) Unlabeled copies of the cursed, quote-unquote, cursed video cassettes were left on random seats at select screenings of the movie. Oh, that's some smart marketing there. I like that. I know. That was smart. The director and cinematographer of the movie went to great lengths to create the movie's innovative atmosphere. One of the big things was that they used an aqua tint to this to the movie which you can tell yeah they had the um the color grading on it was pretty cool i i had forgot i think i mentioned it through the movie didn't i i think so at one point because it was like wow that looks pretty cool yeah they left their you know the frames were uncluttered for a sterile clinical look Mm -hmm. but the most eerie effect which i didn't really notice maybe you did now that you see or now that i'm gonna say it is the absence of shadows and it's Mm. due to careful lighting And it's the opposite of what most horror movies are, which is shadows. Right. That makes sense. But yeah, now that I think about it. And it was it was to make the characters appear more ghostly as if floating in space. Hmm. I don't know that I saw them as floating in space. I think they just mean I don't think they mean space like the outer space. I think they mean in a space like in a room. Hmm. Okay. Which now I'd have to I don't I think now that you think about it their faces never really had that many shadows that's true they the it was yeah that makes sense okay yeah okay now we can get into movie talk all right so the movie opens with two girlfriends watching tv and they're chit-chatting about stuff until one of the friends becca tells katie about a tape a mysterious tape that forewarns you about watching it and they call you and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you see Katie's face changing. Mm-hmm. And you realize that she's watched this tape. And Becca says, you've watched it? Right. And then she's like fooling around. And all of a sudden, she starts laughing about it. 
Like, well, no, she she fakes her death. Oh, that's right. She, she starts like, like fake choking. Right, <laughs> and then it's a joke, ha ha ha. But it's not really a joke, or so we find out mm-hmm. that she really did watch it because she went away with her boyfriend and another couple friend mm-hmm. to some cabin where they watched. They all watched the tape. Correct. Then the phone rings and rings and rings and rings. The ring. The ring. (laughs) The movie is named after the phone ringing. The ring. (laughs) The ring. They didn't have an answering machine. Which is weird for back in those days. Yeah. Oh, that. well, this is another thing, like landlines again. Mm -hmm. We're back to landlines. Exactly. (laughs) Cell phones weren't that that popular. Yeah, I think I got my first cell phone in 2001, 2002. I think so. They were just starting, but it just rang off the wall. And... I remember when they showed the phone, it looked like it had an integrated answering machine like most phones did back in the day. But we digress. So Katie answers the phone. It's her mom. Then she hangs up. But before she goes to pick up the phone, they both freak out when it rings. Mm -hmm. Mostly Katie. She's like, uh, oh shit. And then I think that's when Becca says, you really did watch it. Right. Because, I mean, she really looked genuinely scared. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, it's the mom uh, just checking on both of them and that they were having their their sleepover. Right. And they're in the kitchen now. (laughs) And at first, you laughed at me because the the kitchen windows are frosted. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, there's too many windows. Yeah, the first thing you said is like, oh my God, look at all those windows. (laughs) You and the, the windows. For reference, in Scream, in the episode for Scream, I went off on windows. And anytime there are windows, you go off on a tangent. <laughs> but we were wrong windows. because those windows weren't for the outside of the right. house. It was just separating the living room. Mm-hmm. And the real windows in the living room were too many and they weren't frosted, <laughs> which means anyone can see. <laughs> All right. Nut. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the TV turns on and it's that static. Mm-hmm. Now, I had said this when we were watching it. Was that... But no, never mind. Actually, I just answered my own question because I was thinking, was that Samara coming out of the TV? But it's upstairs because when she opens the door to her bedroom upstairs, the well is on the TV. Yeah. So never mind. And there's like water coming on the, it's all all over the front of the, her bedroom door. Yeah. So never mind. I was just thinking in the living room when it turned on, I mean, obviously Samara's around because- When she looks at the TV, Katie, she sees like a weird, I'm not going to say shadow, but some kind of electromagnetic movement. Yes. Okay. That sounds better (laughs) considering they didn't have shadows. Right. Well, and it wasn't really a shadow. It's just something. That blurred Technological thing moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she goes upstairs. There's water on the floor. She opens the door and you just see her screaming because she sees the, the TV. And you see for a brief moment. That it's the well. Right. But just the well. Right. And remember that for a little later. Yeah. Um, And you get a very, 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 very quick flash of her face distorting just a little bit. Which I had never noticed before. Until now, Until now. Yeah. So. It's amazing when we rewatch these movies. I think because we're just more hyper aware. Well, we're taking notes. We're taking notes. Some of them pretty badly where I don't understand what I wrote a little bit ago. Yeah, clearly your notes today are... Wacky. Well, it was dark and I was paying attention. Wacky Jackie. There you go. (laughs) 
we cut to the next scene and we meet Rachel and her son, Aiden. And we find out that Katie is Rachel's niece and Aiden's cousin, and they were very close. Right. I have to say something about this opening scene with Rachel and Aiden. Sure. She is running around, basically half naked, in front of her kid, putting clothes on, asking a child, is this dress appropriate to wear to a funeral? It just, like, this woman is just so... Oh, she irritates me. As a mom? Yes. I, I can tell. I yes. think I I sense that throughout the whole movie that she bothered you. And it's just that this kid is always alone. Yes. It, it's everything comes first, but this child. Right. And well, she's career driven. And from what I'm gathering, and it's not the kid's fault, I agree, is that I guess she had this child young because mm-hmm. she's young anyway. So she must have had him even maybe teenager. Right. And I guess she is now projecting like, I just need to be career hungry versus the kid. I don't know. There's a very disconnect relationship because even Aiden calls him Rachel, not mom. Right. There, I- and, and it opens with, um, her going to pick him up at school. Right. And he's drawing... Weird pictures. Weird pictures. And she's just, like, brushing it off. The teacher is concerned. And she's brushing it off. I, I just... Yeah. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? And the biggest concern that the, t- the teacher points out is that he's drawing what looks like his dead cousin. Right. Like, literally dead. Like, mm-hmm. she, he's drawing her underground. Mm-hmm. And... He, the teacher says he drew these a week ago. Right. She died, what, a few days prior. Mm-hmm. And she still didn't react to that. It, she didn't, it just. That's so weird. That mom instinct is not yeah, there. Right. Okay, now they're at the wake for right. Katie. Mm-hmm. You see Rachel talking to her sister and she's, I mean, clearly distraught because it's her daughter that she lost and that the her husband is really taking it bad and she's talking about the mom is talking about how no one can figure out how katie died right because her heart just stopped right and she's 16 nobody can explain to her what happened to her daughter and then she asks rachel can you find out this is what you do and that's when we find out that she's an investigative reporter correct and she does she starts immediately she Mm -hmm. goes to Go hang out with the teens. This is where she finds out about the tape and that Katie had gone away with a boyfriend and friends and that they watched this mysterious tape and that's why they're dead. And they also find out that her boyfriend is also dead. In the meantime, while the wake is going on, Aiden is left alone to just trapeze throughout the house. (laughs) So he ends up in Katie's room. And at that point, you see some kind of weird wavering. On the TV screen itself. I don't remember that. Yeah, I clearly I wrote it. Hmm. I didn't hallucinate that. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Rachel also goes into Katie's room to investigate. And she finds, when she looks through, like, her magazines. I don't know, some kind of, you know. It was a little journal. Journal, there yeah. we go. Yeah, it was a journal. That she, Katie had drawn lines over everybody's face. Mm-hmm. 
And then she finds, oh, throwback. She finds the little, when you would develop film, Mm -hmm. you would get that little paper. Oh, You know how you would insert the film, you would close the envelope, and you would get the little, like. Mm -hmm. The receipt, Like a receipt. And then you would go pick it up Mm -hmm. a few days later. She (laughs) found it in there, and she went to go develop the film. Right. It's the next day she has, or whenever, I'm assuming it's the next day. Maybe it's a one-hour photo. I don't know. I don't know. That did exist already, but. And she's looking through the photos, and it's fine. And then all of a sudden, she gets to the last group photo, which is Katie, her boyfriend, and this other couple in front of the cabin, whatever. And their faces are distorted. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, what is that? So this investigative reporter starts investigating. Now, again, as you said, the internet wasn't a big deal, so she physically goes to investigate and starts looking at old newspaper clippings, which aren't really that old, but a week before, and she finds out that all four of the kids, Katie, her boyfriend, and the other couple, died at 10 p.m. Yep. So at that point, she realizes that she's got to go off to to the Shelter Mountain Inn to investigate what happened when they were all together at the cabin? The and cabin is really cute. It is very cute. The whole area is very pretty. I would minus stay there. the dreary, dreadful. I know the Pacific yeah. Northwest is really pretty yeah. from what I can see. Mm-hmm. Never been, but yeah. it looks really cool. She's checking into the hotel, and she finds a tape in the guest area. Mm-hmm. It's unlabeled, and she goes to the exact same cabin. Number 12. Number 12. Thank you. I had forgotten the number. And she watches the tape. (laughs) And then she gets the the phone phone call. call. Seven days. Seven days. So here's... I actually have two rents here. One, we find out that these kids skipped out on their bill. Yeah, that's so rude. But at the same time, they were kind enough to return the, the video. Or did the guy go get the it and put it back? The guy probably got it and put it back. But he had Katie pay. Or not, not Katie, Rachel, sorry. Rachel pay. Like, right then and there. So right. So why didn't he get the money ahead of time from these kids? Because I would have gotten money from kids first. True. Anyway, that's rant number and one. And wait, how did they rent it? They're 16. Exactly. Most places will not rent to minors if there's no adult. And unless something has changed, not even 18. No. I th- I mean, when I was a teenager, young, younger adult, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think you had to be 20-something. 20 21 or over or yeah. whatever. The... So that's a little suspicious yeah. unless one of them was older, because we don't know. But they were all high school friends, it seemed. Anyway. Well, it seemed that that's way. That's rant number one. Okay. And then rant number two. What happens if you decide, I'm not watching this shit? Then what? Does the phone still ring? Do you still get seven days? What do you mean? If you don't finish watching it? Yeah. What if you're like, ah, two frames in, you're like, ah, this is bullshit, man. And you turn it off. That's a good question. Just like, Or is it just pressing play that does it? Maybe. Maybe that's all it needs. Maybe it's bewitched that you are not going to stop watching it. Okay. I'll give you that. It draws you in. And you're, that's it. And that's it. You're hooked. So I did, I I forgot about this, this sparked this other thing I read when I was looking up The Ring. And I think I remember this. We own this movie on DVD. Mm -hmm. The tape itself is on the DVD. You can just watch the the movie, the the tape, 
And I think I vaguely remember this, but I can't say 100% this is true. Once you start watching it, even on the DVD as part of it, you can't pause it, you can't fast forward, you can't stop it unless you turn off the machine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think I vaguely remember that being true because I think we watched it, you know, you and I, when mm-hmm. we bought it, but I can't tell you 100%, so maybe that's the same... It won't let you turn theory, it off once that it, it won't, starts. or it just, you're gonna, you're hooked. It, like I'm saying, it just grabs you and it puts you like under a spell that you're gonna finish watching this tape. So it's one or the other. Either the tape draws you in and you cannot help yourself and you have to watch it. Right. Or it won't let you turn it off or right. press stop. Right. So that's the only okay. thing I can think of. And it's, it's, this is a supernatural thing anyway. It can be that. Okay. let's. I'll go with that theory. So good. You debunked my rant. There you go. All right. <laughs> let's move on. The other rant I had, but the movie did debunk it, was what if you don't pick up the phone? Right. Noah didn't pick up the phone when he watched it and neither did the kid. Right. And they still got the seven days. Yeah, well, Noah did. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, obviously, I mean, she had time, but with Noah, he didn't pick up the phone. Right. To That's my true. knowledge. No, he If did I not. remember correctly, and he still died. Yes, he sure so did. So that debunked that one, too. It doesn't matter if you don't pick up the phone. The bitch is coming for you. Okay. Zamara so is going to be in your face, literally, no matter what. Right. Okay. She's freaked out, and she takes selfies of herself, and she calls a person call- named Noah- He's like a video geek, from what I can tell, photography, video, all that. And she shows him all the selfies on her little digital point and shoot. I know. (laughs) Back in the day. And she's distorted in all of them. And he's like, oh, maybe it's just... A glitch. A glitch. Your camera's messed up. She's like, no, it's this tape. And she now brings the tape over to show him. So and now he, he watches it, and he thinks, oh, it's a student film. Exactly. That's what he, he said. He just this is, it looks off. like student work. It's He's not even phased by it. And she's like, why aren't you scared? And he's like, I don't know, because it's a kid film? Right. <laughs> well, not, yeah. Well, you know what I mean, like a student film. And this is where she asks him, can you find out who made it and where it's from? Yep. And now we go into day two, which is now Friday. Before we go on, mm-hmm. as I mentioned... They didn't pick up the phone for Noah, but they did leave a message, Mm -hmm. and she never, she erased it. That's right, she did. So this goes back to what I was saying, I don't think it matters. Once you watch it, it's done. You're done. done. And more importantly, she made a copy for him. This is the, for him to go investigate where, what, who, why, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. So he can do forensic on the videotape itself. Right. So it's day two. They're at Noah's apartment, which is set up like a studio, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. He tells Rachel that the tape has no, in between quotes, fingerprint. Mm-hmm. In other words, a source, where it comes from, who made it. All tapes have that somewhere within its body. And that is not there. And he finds that strange. At this point, they kind of get into an argument about something, and she leaves. And when she leaves, there's this ladder Mm -hmm. up against the side of the building that looks exactly like the ladder that's shown in that creepy video that everybody watches. Yeah. And she's just looking at it like, huh, this is weird. It's day three now. Rachel 
decides to go visit Becca, Katie's friend, who is admitted into a psych ward. Right. I guess she was that affected that, oh, we never mentioned. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. I know where you're going. That when Rachel was talking to his, to her sister about Katie's death, that we get the flash of Katie in her closet. Yes, because the mom says, I saw her face. Yeah. And, ugh. That, I, that part is still pretty shocking. Yes, it is. Even though I knew it was coming, you never know the timing. And it's just like this, ugh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, this damn face again. And here's something that I know we're digressing here a little bit. Where was Becca when that happened at the house? Obviously, was she in the room or did she find her? They never really covered that. They never covered it, but this One is assumes why... assumes that she found her like that. And... I think the reason Becca is in the psych ward is because I think she was already in the bedroom and saw it. I think she was in there and saw the whole thing, and she's probably like, I'm insane. Yeah. Because how do you explain to somebody without sounding crazy that something came out of a TV? Right. Oh, wow. I think that's why she's there. But would Becca see it because she didn't see the tape, but maybe just experience and see Katie disintegrate or just get all messed up? The point is, I think she was there. She was there when it happened. When it happened. Yeah. But my thing, too, is why is Katie in the in the closet? That's true, because she does. And when she opens the door to the bedroom, you see that weird distorting yeah. thing on her face happening. I think uh, Samara likes to leave people positioned because when she goes to get Noah, he's on the floor. But then when Rachel finds him, he's on the chair. Right. Oh, that's true. Good. So Ooh. I guess she positions, moves people around. <laughs> This chick is pretty genius. I mean, she's got a videotape out there. She's pretty evil, in my opinion. Extremely. <laughs> anyway, so day three. Go ahead. She visits. Okay, Rachel visits Becca, and they just have a conversation. It's not very long. Becca knows that Rachel only has four days to live. Four days. <laughs> uh, anyway, and then Rachel goes back. I think it's at work. We're not really sure. Or some kind of connection to a studio that has all this high-tech video equipment. equipment. Yeah. And she goes to watch the video again on this recorder or the, some, whatever, some machine that she can even print stills. Because mm-hmm. she's obsessed with that there's this, like, partition in the tape that if she can move it more. Yeah, there's something wrong with there's the frame. Some, like, and the film wants... itself. Right. And it's, like, bleeding into another film, but she can't really see it. But with their technology, she can move this dial to kind of see what's there. Yeah. Which is what she was trying to do at Noah's house. When they had the argument. But he was like, yeah, Yeah. don't do that. She finds a lighthouse. And she was able to pause it and then print the paper. I'm sorry, print a picture of what was on the screen. And then a fly is in that scene. Yeah. And that that fly, she had seen it, obviously, is, is in the actual creepy movie. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, it just, she goes to touch it, and you can see it inside the screen, on the other side of the screen, and all of a sudden, it materializes into the scene. Yep. And she picks it up and looks at it. I remember when I first saw that, it, it creeped me out. Um, not as impressive this time, yeah. but it's still disturbing. Well, because it went from being in the tape to being in real life. But that's also kind of a foretelling, foreshadowing, that if that can come out, Oh, yeah. 
Good point. Uh-huh. I didn't think about that. Yep. Good one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she freaks out. She takes the, the picture of the lighthouse. And now it's day four. And she's obsessively looking through library books for a lighthouse. I did mention, like... When, when the librarian brought her this lighthouse book, mm-hmm. like, she she pretty much found this lighthouse instantly. Instantaneously. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, there's hundreds of lighthouses in the U.S., really? Mm-hmm. I mean, she did narrow it down to the Pacific Northwest, but... But that's a very big region, that's and there's a big, tons of lighthouses out yeah, there. Yeah, because there's a lot of sea towns, like, come on. Yeah, that was kind of whatever, ludicrous, but... Whatever. She does find the lighthouse and where it is. Yeah. And it's at this point that she also starts digging in and finds a photo of Anna Morgan, who is the woman that you see in the creepy video looking at her own reflection in a mirror and combing her hair. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a great time to take a quick break. And we are back. At this point, she finds out that Anna Morgan and her husband have raised horses, and that's pretty much their life. But all these horses mysteriously die. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to her in a horrible nightmare. She wakes up, and there's like a bruise on her arm. But she hears the TV in the background, and she runs out, and there is Aiden watching the tape. Yep. And she freaks out. She freaks out. She takes the tape out and throws it. And it goes and it lands under the sofa. I have to say something here. If you know that this tape is dangerous, why the hell did you not like lock this shit up somewhere? True. Why? <laughs> uh, more rant. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> in the meantime, while she was investigating the um, the Morgan thing, Noah starts to notice. That he's also distorted. He's at a video at a at a store and he sees himself on the video camera and he's all distorted. Yep. Then he goes home and takes a ton of pictures of himself and they're all distorted. While Aiden is watching or she's took the tape out, he calls her and he says, I believe you. Yeah. And that's when she tells him he just watched the movie. And we or find out, right, that Aiden watched the tape and we find out that he's the dad. That, exactly. That's where you find out that Noah is, in fact, Aiden's daddy. Noah and Rachel decide to go to this island where the lighthouse is, Mo- Moesco Island. Yeah. They split up to go investigate different situations, right? She's going to go to the Morgan house. He's going to go to the psych ward where Anna Morgan went. Right. Rachel gets the... She has to get to this island on a ferry, And this horse basically commits suicide, which is horrible. We already discussed that. And it's because she has, she had watched the tape and she has this aura about her. You see them focusing in or zooming in on the horse's eye. And it's kind of like crazy eyed at that point because it's picking up supposedly the whatever is around her. And it's freaking out. Yeah. And it literally busts out of its cage or stall or whatever those things are called yeah and it's running through the ferry at full speed and just ugh, it's it's just horrible poor thing i know poor thing (laughs) rachel gets to the morgan house you know it looks like a i mean an abandoned ranch Mm -hmm. basically it's kind of in bad condition yeah and she meets mr morgan i don't i don't know what his first name is if 
they even I just called it. him Morgan in my notes. Yeah, and when she goes inside the house, she sees the mirror. Mm-hmm. She starts recognizing things, and she mentions the tape, and that she wants to talk to him about all the you know the mystery behind the horses. And he just shuts down, and yeah. he's like, "You need to leave." Yeah, he's not. He ain't too friendly, is what I put right. on my notes. <laughs> but I don't blame him. It sounds like people have been harassing him for years about the the horses and everything. And because he says it, oh, sometimes, you know, investigators come here, reporters like mm-hmm. you. But the minute he met, she mentions the tape, it's like, yeah, no. And while she's there, she starts seeing images or seeing parts of the, the ranch or whatever it's called, the homestead where they are, um... That are in the in the yes. video itself, like that the flash window. of the window, the ladder, uh, something else that they show. But it's it keeps she keeps flashing back and forth. Yeah, Rachel then goes to speak to the island doctor, <laughs> and she finds out that they the Morgans were trying to have a a child, they couldn't, and they adopt Samara. Right, and ever since Samara came to the island, it's just been chaos at the time at the island itself it's like she was bad from the very beginning like a disease like she was a disease Mm -hmm. because she almost compares she says something about the that the island went bad and it got better when samara went to the mainland right and that supposedly um samara was putting bad images into anna morgan and that's what led to her going crazy crazy Noah is the one at the psych ward, as mentioned, and he's trying to get the files. There's some comedic relief here, and that's where you find out all the miscarriages. That she had, yep. And that there's tapes mm-hmm. of, of Samara, um, but that the, the father stopped the treatment, all this stuff. And this is where you see her, really, for the first, first time, straight mm-hmm. on. And they're asking her questions. The doctor, you don't see the doctor, it's just her, mm-hmm. in this white room sitting on a chair in a white gown her long long hair basically covering both sides of her face yeah and you just kind of see the center part mm-hmm. and the way she's talking she knows that she's not good yeah i think she even mentions like um that she she wants to hurt people yeah she kind of alludes to that yeah and she's not sorry there we not go. really mm-hmm the the Rachel is the one who watches this tape because mm-hmm. she finds she of course she goes back to the Morgan's house and basically breaks in. Yeah, I mean just, it, it was she just lets herself in to somebody's house yet again another movie where people just feel entitled to walk into somebody else's house just like that and look through his stuff. Yeah, how rude! Invasive. For real, and she's the one watching the tape and basically. Mr. Morgan kills himself because he's had enough yeah. of this and he says that she's never going to stop. Right. Noah's back on the island and now they go snoop in the barn. I mean, I guess since Morgan's dead now. I mean, what the hell? Now you have the a hell? Yeah, free for all. <laughs> and in the barn is where they find that long ladder. Right. That's in the movie. That's in the video. Yeah. And we find out that basically Samara was living in the barn. In a barn. By herself. Yeah. And the horses were there. Yeah. That's where they would keep the horses. Yeah. And I guess she they, she drove them crazy. Because apparently the horses had committed 
literally suicide. Well, think about it. If she was putting bad images into Animorgan, she was probably doing it to the animals. To the animals, too. And then that's because why. We also found out that, that the horses jumped off cliffs, literally so killing themselves. That's so sad. It is. I know. But it's set up with a TV. Yeah. This child was kept in a loft in a barn with a little bed, mm-hmm. a couple of toys. And well, she was evil. She was evil, but this probably made her worse. Listen, she was going to be worse no matter what. The bitch is evil, okay? Anyway, so <laughs> behind there's wall... They even wallpapered it. Yeah. Um, Aiden sees like a little... Aiden? Mm. Why do I keep saying that? Noah? <laughs> Noah sees like a tear. Yeah. And he goes up to it. And at first it kind of looks like blood. Did you get that impression yeah. too? I used to think back when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, it's maybe it's old blood. But right. But when he it pulled burned. it off, it's this big tree that they keep showing in that tape. Mm-hmm. And that's when all of a sudden... They decide that they're going to go back to Shelter Mountain. Because it's the same tree. Right. It's a clue. Right. They go back to Shelter Mountain and they go to the same cabin. They're running out of time. I feel like she wasted a lot of time. Yeah. Rachel? There was a lot of running around and going from one place to the other. And And was the time realistic? It it didn't make sense to me. I mean... Even your dad commented on that part. It's like, how long? It's like, what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, just the whole island expedition. I mean, how far away is that island? At, to the mainland, back and forth on a ferry. Right, and I think supposedly that island was supposed to be in Oregon, so now you're in a different state? Right. Like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> there's a lot of miscalculation yeah. with the time. Exactly. So they checked into the cabin, right? Mm-hmm. And they start destroying the cabin. I know. Well, <laughs> Like, what the hell? Because, you know, she's freaking out because she's run out of time. And mm-hmm. then, you know, she's upset and frustrated. And these, I th- I'm assuming a bowl of marbles falls on the floor. And right. it forms an arrow to point. And that's when they reveal there's this huge ring under the carpet. Burned. Another, like, Into, edge burn. Yeah, right. And, yes, they begin to destroy. The cabin. The cabin. And they find a well. Are they going to pay for this? I even said it. I hope they have your American Express on, <laughs> I on file because she paid with it. <laughs> little advertising for them, I guess, in the movie. But like, hello. Yeah. They find this well. Um, the spirit or all the energy of Samara is at this point heightened because then the TV turns on right. and pushes Rachel in, into the, the well. well. Yes. Honestly, that that fall. Should have probably killed her <laughs> or injured her. Yeah, some a little bit more of an injury. She, we find that she finds the body, mm-hmm. and we have like a flashback that we find out Anna Morgan killed Samara by, um, like putting a plastic, plastic bag, bag over her head, over her head, which is in the video. It's yes. someone with a plastic bag mm-hmm. and throws her into. The pushes well. her in there, thinking that the kid is dead. Well, I mean, how, she she will die. <laughs> how cruel is that, though? I know, but the I, kid I, is evil. I know, clearly but that doesn't justify it. I I just it's like wow. I know, well, but what, I what are the other options? Exercise the kid. Yeah, I guess that could have been an option. That she didn't could have consider been an option, it. Yes, hmm. a little rude. <laughs> <laughs> so the child falls in there. Yeah, and. It's important to say that when Rachel has fallen in there, she actually sees human nails on the wall, which indicates that this kid was still alive and, and trying to trying to crawl, crawl out. out. 
Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, there's like this kumbaya moment that Rachel feels sorry and feels like, okay, what she wants is to be Relief. found and set free. Right. You know, they call the police, they come and take her body, and when she's with Noah, you know, she was saying that she was alive, and he's like, how long do you think somebody could have survived in there? And she realizes it's seven days mm-hmm. that they can survive right. in in there without food and water. Well, no, she had water. Well, I was going to get to that, but I'm saying like, you oh. know, seven days. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, you know, it's la-di-da. Everybody goes back to their place. They, he, he's, um, Noah is leaving Rachel off at her front door of her apartment. And there's this romantic stuff going on. And yeah. He, he's like, oh, call me tomorrow. Yeah. Call me. But what I noticed in this <laughs> part is that. When he's saying all this romantic stuff, he's not even looking at her. He's, like, looking over her shoulder. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And you can see in my nose, I'm like, he isn't even looking at her. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) But, but, so, you know, (laughs) he goes home. She, you know, she's in there with with the child. Aiden. (sighs) Yes, Aiden. (laughs) And Aiden goes to her, why did you help Samara? Yep. It's an oh shit moment. Yeah. And that's when we realize that Samara never sleeps and that she should not have released her. I remember being shocked by this because it just seemed like, okay, that that's it. So right. this, I, I think this is a great twist to mm. it and it keeps it what I like in horror. Like it's not a happy ending. Right. Rescuing her did nothing. But maybe aggravate her. Right. And make her more Actually, powerful. it did set her free from the confines of the well itself. Right. But here's something that I did not really understand is why this kid, Aiden, throughout the movie says, oh, she's this, she's that. How does he know? And why him in, in particular? Why does he know? Does that mean that he has some kind of, I don't know, extra sense, maybe extra sensory... They never really touched on that. So yeah. I thought that was strange. But anyway, so when this dawns on her, on Rachel, that, oh, shit, I made a big mistake here, she starts calling Noah. Mm-hmm. And now we pan to Noah. And this is the big end. The climax. The TV turns on. And it's the well and in it's the forest. Well. And guess who's coming out of the well? So he stares at the TV because he's like, okay. And then you just see the hand come up. Mm-hmm. And the hair just. And Ugh. she starts walking towards the screen. And I remember, you know, you know, at the movies. Okay. This girl's walking. And then when it's just that amazing effect of her coming out, her head coming out of the TV. Yeah. His shock is the audience shock. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God. Yes. What and you're is not, happening? And you're not seeing her face. That hair is just covering her. Yeah. Which makes her scarier. Yeah, And that for sure. gown and her skin has decayed. Yeah. Ugh. It aged well. The effect still looks good. It does. It does. Um, her, you know, the, the makeup on the hands or whatever it, it may be, all the latex, it still looked good. Yeah. And I still find it really scary when she 
just when she's all out of the TV and it's this angle that you see from behind Noah, you see his back mm-hmm. and her getting up and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she's right in front of yeah, him. Yeah, that effect that was very... It's it a became, TV. Yeah, it's, it's... It's it's like it, a signal. Yeah, it was just like, oh, God. Yeah. And then she just starts, keeps walking toward him very slow. Very. And he's just, he is terrified. Of course, I would be, I don't know. And this is where I think her, the video, have this trance on you because she's moving slow. Mm -hmm. He can get up. He He can run. But he's terrified, right? Think about it. I know. But what I'm saying is, I think it's also just a trance. Like, she keeps you locked and that's it. Like, there is no option for you to run away. You can't look away. You're forced to by her. Yeah. And then? She gives him a look. You kind of see her sneer, which is the only thing that's a discrepancy, but it's fine. It doesn't look like Samara. Like, the actress. It looks like an adult. It kind of does. It doesn't look like a child anymore. But then she's decayed, so we'll give it that. Yeah. But the look she gives him, Mm -hmm. she gives us, because we're looking at it from his point of view. Yeah. And what he's seeing is what we're seeing. Yeah. And that is what kills him. Yeah. It drowns him. You made a good point. You said it drowns him. I think what she's doing is drowning. She's going to kill people the way she was killed. Exactly. Which is, I, I think that's the intention, because they look like they've been underwater. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They've got that mm-hmm. grayed out flesh. And, yeah. And just ugh. bloated. Yeah. Ugh. And he dies. He dies. But I have something that I just remembered, because we mentioned it at the beginning. Noah, when he watches the tape. Yeah. Originally. When, originally. When everybody else watches it, they just see the well. But when Noah watched it, you see a hand, her hand, and just the very, very top of her head coming out of the well. It's the only time that little clue is put there. And I wonder how many people picked up on that. And I wonder why only him. Right. When Rachel watched it. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. When the kid watched it, didn't happen either. Very weird. Very weird. Why was that just for him? Why yeah. did he get to see just that little beginning? Yeah. And then Rachel. Still calling, by the way. She gets there to his apartment and finds him on the chair. And by the way, she left Aiden alone in the apartment. Again. (laughs) It's a good point. If she's already freaked out that something is wrong, why would you leave that kid alone? This woman definitely has no sense. Clearly. So she gets there and he's dead. At this point, she realizes what has to be done. And that is, she didn't die because she made a copy of the tape Mm -hmm. and then somebody else watched it. And in order to save her son, Aiden, she makes him make a copy of the tape and give it to someone else. And the kid raises a a good question. What What happens to that person? And she doesn't really answer. It's basically, well, too bad. If I were in this situation, I, like, let's say I watched it and I made a copy and I gave it to you. I would tell you, hey, you need to watch it mm-hmm. and make a copy and then give it to somebody. Right. I but, would tell you. I wouldn't just willingly give you something and, oh, figure it out. Right. I wouldn't be that mean. Right. Like, hey, save me. Save my child. Watch this and give it to somebody else and let them know. 
But I don't know. I don't know. He brought up a good point. That's what I would do. I don't know if she would do that. She leaves him alone, so she probably wouldn't do that. Probably not. I have another... I brought this up to you when we were watching the movie. This movie, this whole copying thing, it kind of reminds me of back when email was new. Mm-hmm. Like those chain letters the chain that you letters. would get. Oh my god, yes. Like it if, basically is a chain video. Right. Like, you need to, you've opened this email. If you don't forward this to five people, You'll this will happen to you. something will happen to you. It kind of yeah. reminded me of that. Well, it basically was the same thing, yeah. just with a videotape. Mm-hmm. A VHS tape. And that's how the movie ends is, you know, they realize that it's the copy. And I guess the point is that she just wants to be heard. But what are what is she really trying to say? The video doesn't say anything. I, I just think she's mad. She's, She's mad at evil. the world. She's just evil. She wants to destroy everything. Because we, she uh, wants everyone yeah. to feel her pain. She wants to kill. Yeah. Hmm. Take all the logic out of it. All right. All right. And at the bottom of this is that she's an evil thing, being entity. Right. And she just wants to kill. This kid was born evil. Right. Okay. That's so fair you enough. can throw logic out the window if something is that way. Yeah. Unless in part two they talk about it. I just don't remember part two. I don't remember it either. And, and I don't remember liking it anyway. Yeah. But I guess one day we can revisit it because I wonder if there is more I believe to it. that in part two they did go into the even back, back, back story of yeah. Samara. Because where did she come from? Right. You know, what are what's her origin? Why is she evil? Is she, like you're saying, was she just born evil or is she like possessed? Mm-hmm. You know, is she magical? Because if she's putting images in somebody's head, she made this video. She ba- She's a good director. Yes, she's a great director. Another director. I mean, Her and Babool she's... should make videos. Okay. I, <laughs> I am glad that you just mentioned that. Why? Because I saw this, this video on YouTube mm-hmm. that connects Bagul and no Samara. Way. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Only the internet would do this. It was so far, far-fetched, but yeah. I had to watch it because it was interesting anyway. Sure. But it's so funny, though, that you said that. Oh, really? Because the connection is that is that they are both video directors. You see? <laughs> They've made impressive movies. Exactly. They look kind of student filmy, but, you know, they have an impact. And exactly. Clearly, they conjure up evil things. They sure do. Now, another thing I wanted to complain about All right, so Rachel made the copy. Mm -hmm. So once she made the copy, she's home free. Right. Why was she still being harassed by her? Because she made the tape on day two. That's right. And then she had the nightmare. She affected the horse. Why? Hmm. Or even though you made the tape for seven days, you're still going to be harassed? Or you are touched by that evil. For seven days? It leaves a mark on you, and that's maybe Mm. what the horse picked up on. I'm going to go all hog wild with that. But you see what I mean, right? I do see your point. If she had already made the tape, then she's free of, of it. Right. But her kid wasn't free of it. And we mentioned this when we were watching it. She's making the copy, but she's watching it again. Mm hmm. So does that. Or does Samara know that, oh, you've already watched it? How does she keep count of who makes copies and who doesn't? Well, I mean, she's a supernatural uh, genius. Clearly, she's, it's like I said, logic just goes out the window. This thing has control of yeah. everything. I guess so. I mean, that's the point of the supernatural element. It's yeah. just left up to powers. Exactly. Sound and movie. To me, the video has, it's not music, but it has sound effects. Mm-hmm. 
that I can recognize and know it's the ring or the video in the ring. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so weird. It's eerie. Yes. Sinister's videos had that fucking creep factor. You want to hear it again? No, absolutely (laughs) not. This is exactly that. It's eerie. And it matches with the whole tone of the movie. It sounds dreary, like the Pacific Northwest, that whole... I'm not going to say the whole region is like that, but just in the movie itself, for the movie purposes of the rain, and Mm -hmm. it's just weird. And I like your... It's well matched. I like your comment. Oh, you like that. You saw that. Say it. Okay. Tell us. So there's that one sound that, and we'll hear it now in a moment, that when you hear it, in my mind's eye, I actually see a circle. And you, when when we were talking about that, you said, yeah, that it does make sense. It does. I don't know what it is, but the music does sound like a circle. But you said it's because it's in a loop. The sound, okay, when the video first starts, it has like this repetitive, it sounds like it's looping. So that gives you that feeling. Like a circle. Of a circle. Or a ring. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, it has this circular sense. I get it. I, okay. I, I understand what you mean. So I'm not wacko. No, I mean, you are, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but no, I, I get it. All right. All right, best scene. Looks like we both agree on the same one. Yeah, hands down. Samara coming out of the well. It is. It was impactful back then. It's still great today. I think it's one of those iconic moments in horror movie history. Absolutely. I agree with you. Even now, it is still creepy. That jerky movement that she makes when she comes out, the speeding up when she gets close to, at the end, to Noah, that whole scene is just perfection in horror. Yeah, and it's just the shock of her Mm -hmm. coming out like that. And then her looking into the audience. Yeah. Best character. I put Noah because I thought he was funny and he added like comedic value. He didn't believe it. Then he believed it. And then I actually feel bad that he died because mm-hmm. that sucks. And honestly, because I didn't really like Rachel. I don't like the kid. I don't I don't like anybody else. <laughs> so <laughs> he was the most entertaining for me. Okay. You? Samara. Okay. Just because she is fucking creepy, even without the decay effect. Yeah, she is creepy. I thought the kid did a good job. Okay. What about best unlikable character? For me? You want to guess? You want to take a guess? (laughs) Rachel? Yes. I couldn't stand her. I can see why. I think you explained it. I'm not going to go into a rant about it, but hands down, one of the worst parents up to this moment, I think, in parenting in horror movies <laughs> that we have reviewed. What about you? Aiden. He, I thought he was freaky and scary, and he gave me the creeps. I just didn't like him. Yeah, you I really, thought he was annoying. You did not like the poor kid. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Does it hold up? Uh... It does, because it's still effective. I just think the movie could be shorter. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too long, and it kind of just... I mean, it kind of got boring. I was like, all right, can we just get on with it? 
Um, I think the time on the island was a little long. They could have cut her. Even though I actually really liked the scene of her investigating everything and going through all those newspapers mm-hmm. and everything, I just think it could have been a little bit. I think Compressed. if you took 30 minutes off, the movie would be a lot better. Wow. Just a little. Is a lot. Well, it's two hours. I think it could have been cut. Uh, yeah. What about you? Mostly yes and a little bit no. And okay. probably for the same reasons, I think they could have compressed some of that. All, they, they had so many scenes of them driving to places yeah. that they, they could have resolved that by just saying or showing a sign. Oh, look, they're on Moesco Island. Oh, look, they're on the mainland or whatever. Right, right. But it was like, oh, here's a scene of the Pacific Northwest. Oh, and here's another one. And here's another one. It's like, <laughs> cut all that shit out. Right. Get to the movie. I know it's beautiful. Do one if you want, if you have to. Right. But there's a lot of time there that they could have compressed and made it a little bit more interesting. I will say that it left me wanting to know more about Samara's history. Yeah. But it it, it felt like... And then when they got to the good stuff, I, I felt it was just glossed over and rushed through. Yeah. Where that's what I wanted to know more about. Her? Yeah, and not yeah. seeing them driving in cars all over the place. So... Agree. Um, the, and that's why it's a no on that part. But mostly, yes. Because it's still effective. It's still scary. Yeah. The end still freaks me out no matter what. All right. Next up are our seven rules. Number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four... Don't go upstairs, in the basement, or the attic. Rule number five. Why are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing, danger? I don't know. Or it just looks spooky. Yeah. Or you shouldn't really be there. (laughs) Rule number six. Make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven. No Ouija board. I have that Noah and Rachel split up when they were exploring. Mm -hmm. I mean, it didn't really affect them in the long run, but they did split up. Yes, they did. Then I have, why are you going in there into the cabin? Like, why are you going in there? Why not just avoid all this problem to begin with? Why did you have to go watch the tape and blah, blah, blah? I mean, I get it. She was trying to help her sister. Mm-hmm. But then no now, one died. now your baby daddy died. Yeah, your so, baby daddy died. Exactly. You know, here we are. Um, and then you also said, why are you going in there into the Morgan's house? Yeah. How dare you just walk into somebody's house just like that? Yeah. And cause more problems. You caused this man to kill himself. Exactly. You dredged up all these horrible things that happened. And now <laughs> he's dead. Bastard. <laughs> and actually, technically speaking, she did not make sure that the bad guy was dead because she wasn't. Correct. She relieved the bad guy. Agree. I actually thought about that when we were reading the rules. I'm like, hmm, technically this applies. Mm-hmm. Those were the rules broken in the ring. All right. Scream Award. How many times Erica screams during a horror movie? I rated it two out of five. I did the same thing. I, I don't remember when jump. you jumped, but I know you did. Yeah. And good. you did so two times. Still pretty effective. Definitely. We watched this movie on Netflix, so you can watch this movie with a Netflix subscription. You can also rent it on Amazon, Apple, Vudu, and YouTube. And you can also watch it on Paramount Network with a subscription. If you ever find yourself going from streaming service to streaming service to find where you can watch a movie, check out the app Just Watch. It is free. This is not a sponsorship or promotion. We just 
are sharing it because we use it and it sure as hell saves us a lot of time in figuring out where we can watch a movie. All right, and that's a wrap on The Ring. As usual, I had a great time. Same here. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Horror Cafe Podcast. Please subscribe, follow, rate, and comment. Also, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. It'll really help us out. And we have a website. You can visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com. Hit us up on the contact page and send us a message. We really love getting messages from you guys. We really do. We'd like to give a huge thank you for Rabbit and Red Radio for making us a part of their podcast family. So we're a pod fam. Yay. <laughs> you can find us on their platforms at rabbitandredradio.com and iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.